What's up, Meshpuka? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. It's the Jewish Matchmaking Edition. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife, co-host and resident Gentile. It's the one only Teresa right there. <laughs> Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? Do you remember now what Gentile is? No, but I just know I just know it's not Gentile. <laughs> what is Gentile? Oh, a I female? I told you last episode. A female? No. no. So what is it? A non-Jew. Oh, a non-Jew, you're right. Non-Jew. Oh, I, listen, a lot of information has been thrown at me in the past 24 hours, so you cannot just assume that I remember everything. However, I'll try. Okay, all right. No, I think this is a good learning experience for a lot of people. What's a mashbuka? Mashbuka, that's family. Oh, okay. What's up, family? Mashbuka. Oh. It's Yiddish. This is all, these are all Yiddish words, although Gentile is not. So is Yiddish different from Hebrew? Yes. Yeah, What's the Yiddish, difference? That's a that's a good question. Yiddish is um it's a specific language for Central Eastern uh, Europeans. Okay. Hebrew Hebrew is right, the language of Israel. So when you went to Hebrew school, what language did you speak? Hebrew. Okay. Hebrew. Well, I mean, I guess Hebrew school. <laughs> <laughs> so, how do you know Yiddish? You just, I mean, I don't know. I am definitely not the expert on on language here, but no, Yiddish you're, is no, you're not. Yiddish is a is like a certain dialect. Oh. I think okay. it's it's more of a, a German or an Eastern European dialect. So, is it very different from Hebrew? Is it like Spanish and Portuguese? Like you kind of understand some, but you don't. Um, it, like Czech and Slovak, you kind of understand some, but you don't. I don't know really any Hebrew and just very little Yiddish because it's fun. But yes, it, it Yiddish has a lot of Hebrew words. Okay. But I don't know where, I don't know where the difference starts and where it ends. All right. But it's, it's definitely different. I think I should have asked you about it on episode one. Well, yeah. a lot has been happening, guys. So we're episode three. Now I'm asking what a uh, ashbuka is. It ashbuka. <laughs> mashbuka. Mashbuka. Thank you. you mashbuka are. is. Yes. yes. And you are my mashbuka. Yeah, we are family. We are meshbuka, and we're all meshbuka here. We're all family. We're all in this together. That's what we like to think about when we when we do this podcast. We're all in this together. And so, if you guys have questions or if you guys have answers, call in, message us on Instagram. I'm married through Reality Pod. Yeah, and we have. Uh, I'm sure we have a lot of friends who are Jewish who listen to us, but we have one specific friend. I don't want to call out names, but she always messages us asking like what John thinks about this and that. Oh, yeah. And, and, and wishes us the happy Jewish holidays. Yeah, and I love it. So I hope that she will enjoy this part. And hey, if you know anything we don't or John doesn't, then please let us know as you always do. Yeah, Colin. We love when you yeah. guys. Colin. All right. So yeah, that's that's a little housekeeping at Married Reality Pod on Instagram, patreon.com slash married reality for love and paradise. But we're not here to get into all the nitty gritty of the laundry. Oh, true, but we should still do some washing. All right. Well, let's wash, finish let's washing finish the laundry. The, just a quick cycle. Let's finish the quick cycle. cycle. Then. Yeah. You can follow the podcast and we suggest you do because of things like this. Some it, once in a while, yeah, we drop special bonus episodes. And if you're not following the podcast, well, you're late to the game. Yeah. So it's easy to follow the podcast. You just look down and smash that follow button. Guys, you smash it like it's as hot as Cindy's first date. Woo! 
Not the guy. The place. I loved the place. I loved that they went to a gallery and I thought like, well, that's a great idea for a first date. Okay, well, now I want to jump into the show. So then just very quickly, if you haven't left the review, please do. We love when you guys leave reviews. All right, yes, Cindy, episode three. It opens with Cindy. We do get clarification. She's in Israel. Yes, so she lives in Jerusalem, but she's in Tel Aviv right now Mm -hmm. for her first date with Daniel. Yes. The old 34-year-old guy. (laughs) Yeah, and and they're at a, a gallery. And I agree. This is a great first date place uh we went to a museum on our second date date. and i and i hold them in in the same regard because you can learn a lot about a person by how they react to art how they react to history how they react to something new if they've never been and you learn a lot about daniel here yes and for first thing you learn is that it was Cindy's idea because Daniel does not appreciate art. He doesn't get art. He doesn't like art. And for me, someone who loves art, that would be a big no-no. Because one of my favorite things to do when we travel is to go to local galleries and museums. Mm-hmm. Luckily, my significant other and my equally great half, mm-hmm. Jonathan over here, <laughs> not, also I'm not your better half? that. How dare you? Listen, equality. We both wear pants. Okay. What do you always say? We share the pants. We share the pants. So yeah. why would you be my better half? Okay. All You're right. my equally awesome half. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, Daniel. 2023, John. Daniel, and, and not to occupation shame, but he's an engineer. And I just think that's classic engineer where you have the left brain and the right brain. And I feel like engineers are probably more right brained. Oh, no, sorry. Not? Left brained. Yeah. Which one is the creative side? The right side, the right brain. Are you sure? Yeah. So engineers are more left-brained, and that's great. We need engineers. And, oh, yeah. And engineers can do things that we cannot do with that left brain. But, yeah, I don't think it's that big of a surprise that he just wasn't understanding the art. Well, what would me bother me personally would be, like, I get it. Not everyone understands art. I also feel like understanding art is very, very personal because it's art. But not appreciating it, well, I mean, you can appreciate something that you don't understand. Oh, absolutely. I almost appreciate things more that I don't understand because oh, it's, something, it's something new and you have to sit there and, and think, oh, wait, what does this mean? What was the artist thinking or trying to convey with this painting? Um, but I at least appreciated that he was open with his misunderstanding. Yeah. I don't like when people fake. True. That's even worse. You go into a museum and you pretend to understand or you pretend to know all about the art. If you don't know and you don't get it and you don't care, I'd rather you be authentically you and just be like, eh, doesn't do it for me. True. And that's that's me at 80% of museums. I'm like, I don't get it. I don't, I don't like it. Like modern art stinks. Oh, that depends what it is, but... I don't get it, but appreciate it is one. Yeah. I don't get it. This sucks. I could not deal with. Completely. So this was kind of drying Cindy up um, in the in the nether regions. She was not getting the butterflies. No, I'm not getting the butterflies from him either. And I'm not even talking about the way he looks, which I don't want to be rude, but Daniel looks like a nice dude, but I don't see a six pack. No. And no six-pack, no no Cindy. Wasn't that one of her requirements? It may have been. She actually thought he looked better in person. I 
I thought his photo was a better representation yeah. than than him in person, but that could have just been his attitude at the museum. Yeah, and so no butterflies for Cindy so far, but they go to lunch afterwards and they keep chatting. Mm-hmm. And for Cindy, like she didn't even want to date anyone from Tel Aviv because apparently guys from Tel Aviv are fuckboys. It almost sounds like the New York City of Israel. Because yeah. like that's what a lot of people think about guys living in New York. It's like, oh, they're ju- they're just out there to have fun. Okay. Which is what she said about guys from Tel Aviv. But because of this process, her mind is open, and so she's still in this. Okay. All right. They they have a more serious conversation about kids and family. I guess she did not get a pep talk from Alisa. <laughs> no one is no one is abiding by these rules. Well, Cindy has her own rules because Cindy goes by this rule. I like to scare guys, scare guys on the first date. So if anything, they don't waste my time. If they need to run, they should run on the first date. Yes. Um they they bring up the timeline though about kids and family. His timeline is pretty quick with marriage in one to two years, mm-hmm. right? So he's he doesn't scream Tel Avivian fuckboy. No, he does not. And uh, Cindy starts to like him a little bit, still not her tie, but her his, his answer to her questions uh-huh. are not bad. Like she likes it. Except the fact he doesn't wear the tefillin. I was just going to ask you about it. Right? He, doesn't, he doesn't wear the tefillin, which for those unfamiliar, the, you may have seen them uh, around the, the little boxes. I've never seen them. Yes, you've seen them. Well, we've strolled through Williamsburg oh, uh, and watched those documentaries. Well, and you, you were also telling me not to stare. I said do not stare. Yeah, I, you were admiring those fox fur hats. Yeah, we walked through the Hasidic Jewish community in Brooklyn, yeah. and I feel like that was the first time I truly felt like I'm at a place I should not be in a not in a bad way it's like oh my gosh I'm scared but like you don't you didn't belong there we didn't belong there yeah, you they, more so than me but oh, I belonged all right no they, <laughs> yeah they they're I don't know if they're the most welcoming of outsiders no um so well, yeah. again judging based on uh, a lot of documentaries John and I has watched on the Hasidic Jews community because I find it very interesting. It's yes. almost like this small country within New York City. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they do their own thing. Yeah. So, yeah, the, the tefillin, Cindy finds very hot. So I've realized what it is or realized I got a better idea when we meet Noah because he, mm. you put it on your head you put it all around. You wrap it. Like I think this is why she finds it hot. It's it's almost almost like bondage adjacent because it's leather. <laughs> it's like leather straps oh, and you're okay. wrapping her why around. Why don't you? Why don't you, you do want that? Me to? Oh, maybe. All right. Bring those cubes home. Maybe. Um. But yeah, you you saw him with Noah. Um. Yeah, they're common practice. I think with okay. more Orthodox conservative uh, Jews. But yes, Daniel doesn't wear them, which so it's a shame. Because Cindy likes it. But they end up bonding over something else, their necklaces. Yes. Which are mementos from their grandparents. I liked it. Yeah. So it was um, it was a moment where Cindy warmed up to Daniel. And- well, a little bit. It, was, it got a little better than the gallery date. 
but she needs to see. And so we go to another date, right? Mm-hmm. And so at first it seems like maybe Cindy is uh, waiting for a friend or something because she got to this lovely restaurant, ordered a drink, and she's waiting. And we found out she's waiting for Daniel, who's late. Mm-hmm. And so she's waiting and waiting and complains to the camera saying, hey, I woke up early to be here. I don't like when people waste my time. So even if he shows up, which we'll find out on the next episode, hopefully, it's not a good start of the date. No, this is this is Cindy's biggest fear coming true, which is Tel Avivian fuckboys, Tel, Tel Avivian flakes. Yeah. And yeah, is she being stood up or not? Yeah, I am not the most punctual person. I can be if I want to be, but I also... Always have to make a decision whether I can or cannot be late, and if I can, I usually am. Mm-hmm. But for if I'm if I care over about someone or like our first couple of dates, I would not be late unless something really bad happened or good happened. Something happened that would stop me from making get, making it on time. Yeah, and I would keep you posted. Yeah, I think that's the most important part. Is yeah. we live in 2023. Yeah, you have a cell phone. Keep me posted. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's see. Let's see what let's happens. See. Until we get to that answer, we have Danny. Yes. Who is FaceTiming Aliza. Yes. Checking in on how the dates with David went. Yeah. So they've been on three dates total. They did the lunch, the jet skiing, and I guess another one. Well, I think the other date was they met up. They went to David Sephardic club oh yeah it was like a Torah reading yeah date and so it's been good they they have a good time together yeah danny says and david calls her a bunch but there's one concern yeah david keeps telling her that she looks sephardic and keeps talk talking about sephardic 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 and she's afraid that that's what he's looking for and Mm -hmm. that's what she's not right and so there's there's definitely some questions and concerns as to whether or not this is going to work. And then on top of that, Danny's got to go to L.A. next week. David's going to New York. So there's going to be some time apart. And I yeah. think I think you hear that and you go, OK, well, she's going to L.A. What, for like a week. Why don't they just hang out next week? Well, because she's going to L.A. for a friend's wedding and that requires her to go to L.A. for one and a half months. What do you, what do you do? What are we doing here, folks? You're just going one and a half months. I went to New York oh, 10 days or like a week before our wedding to meet my parents. For your wedding? Yeah, for my wedding. Not for her friend's like, wedding. No. <laughs> Some, like a month and a half. I mean, let's not forget this is the girl that, that trotted into her bat mitzvah on a white horse. So yeah. she is extra. I mean, she has her own company, so I guess she can do whatever she wants. That's true. And if she said, oh, I'm going to L.A. for a month and a half to work remotely. I'm like, yeah. okay, what do you have to do for a month and a half for this wedding? She didn't even say like, oh, I'm the maid of honor. Yeah. Um, the wedding. I'm the event planner. She's I like, oh, that's my friend. I'm going to go for a month and a half. I don't know. But she's not going to waste her time. No. Even though, so Alisa suggests they, her and David take a break. Let's just take a break and see when you guys come back to Miami. Let's see if you reconnect or not. Yeah. But in the meantime, well, I have a guy for you who is the male version of you. Yeah, I don't know if that's what anyone's really looking for. No. 
I think maybe on paper you go, yeah, I want someone like me who likes the same things and eats the same things. And it's like, you don't, you don't, you, and I, yeah, partially. So it's like, I, I appreciated you like a lot of things I like, but you also introduced me to a lot of things I didn't know about the other way around. But I think that I'm calmer in certain things than you and you're calmer too. So like if there is an argument or something, if we both had the same personalities, we would never stop. Mm. Right. If there is a, a problem to be solved, if we both had the same view on things, then what, what is the fun in that? We would yeah. agree on everything on this podcast, which we don't. Yeah. That's the beauty of it. I can understand wanting to be with someone who doesn't cause friction with your lifestyle. Like if you're kosher yeah. and someone's not kosher, like, okay, that could cause friction. That could be difficult in the house. Yeah. Or if you love traveling and someone doesn't love traveling, fine. But the, the minutia that Danny is looking for, for similarities is ridiculous. Like we both have to have great eyebrows. Yeah. I don't know how, I think she's exaggerating a little bit because at the end of the day, you can go have them trimmed, have them styled and you're going to have a great eyebrow. So that should not be like, oh, that must be it. I think that's it for her. She has an Instagram account about her eyebrows. Her Her eyebrows. Okay. And we meet this guy who she's being paired up with Sean, who is very into his eyebrows. Yeah, he trims them. He doesn't trim them. No, no, what's the He gets them threaded. Threaded, yes. Well, they trim them too. I don't know what threading is. Doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, they shape them and they clean them up. Okay, that's a lot, I think. I'm down for a a tweeze here and there, a pluck here and there. But Sean's like, oh, wait, how often do you get your eyebrows threaded? Oh, I got to step up my threading game. Yeah. Is that, yeah, that's what you're looking for, Danny? Um, maybe she is. But anyways, they're grabbing uh, some ice cream. Mm-hmm. And Alisa's very hopeful. She finds him very hot, beautiful eyes and beautiful eyebrows. Mm-hmm. Not better than hers, which is what she's looking for. <laughs> yeah. And they connect over the fact that they're both South African. Yes. So they play Jewish geography, which is a fun game to play because, yes, in the religion, it's a it's a very tiny religion. So there's always, it's like six degrees of separation. And it's not always easy to find someone you're related to, but it's easier to find someone who you know, right? Friends of the family or went to temple together, right? Because it's such a tight-knit community that it's it's fun to see who do you have in common? Who do you know? For sure. I don't know if I ever told you, look, 10 years ago or so, my dad was, I guess, my dad loves Facebook guys. It's ridiculous. But he just put his last name in a Facebook search mm-hmm. and he friended everyone that came back because our last name is not as common. Okay. So there was not a lot of results, but whoever he found, he friended. Okay. And then they were talking and they found out that we're all related. I would imagine. Yeah, to a certain level. And we found out one of a, a famous Czech um, news news guys mm-hmm. is like a second cousin. And uh, my dad got a kick out of it. He loved it so much. So I almost, almost felt like this is the same thing, but like they talk about it. Yeah, yeah. So... They play the the game and Danny says, give me some last names. What are the what are the surnames in your family? And Sean, he's too worried about his eyebrows and, and not about the important things. He doesn't even know his mom's maiden name. Well, I think he paused if he wanted to share because I would pause too. Do I want to share that on international TV? 
Yes. Why, why not? Would, I mean, why? Why yes? Why not? They're sharing their first and last names every time we. They don't. Yeah, every time we get introduced, they say the first and last name. Really, I didn't pick up on anyone's last uh-huh. name. Yeah, and again, maiden name. You can't track anything down to maiden name, really. You could track down to your current surname, but yeah. Still, I don't know. I almost felt like he paused if he wanted to go there, and then he did. No, he ends up throwing out his cousin. He's like, oh, you know, a Kevin Mand? And she's like, oh, yeah. No, 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 no. That's not what happened. I Well, I was getting through the, oh. the game faster. He ends up throwing out Mand. Yeah. And then Danny's like, oh, I know a Mand, a Kevin Mand. And he's like, yeah, that's my cousin. And she's like, oh, I met him at Africa Burn, which I looked up. It's like a regional burning man. Oh. In South Africa. Nice. So that's that's a connection right there, which is which makes things a little more familial, which is nice and comforting. And then they bond over hair and how she has a belliage. Yeah, I hate belliage. That's you remember when that stupid salon burned my hair, so you had to baby shampoo and brush my hair for months? Yeah, that was belliage. That was a really fucked up belliage. That's why I don't do it anymore. Yeah. So, so far, so good with these two. Yeah. So far, I like Sean, but I think he lives in Hawaii. He I didn't know. specify, but he's, I have to go back to Hawaii and doing long-term, I mean, long-distance relationship. I mean, Miami to Hawaii, potato, potato. I mean, that's different. That's like potato and potato chips. Different. Mm, that's even too similar. Potato and a mandarin. Yeah. Even too similar. It's like potato <laughs> and Hawaii. Almost. <laughs> okay. Let's go to the next. Okay, let's single. go to the one that I truly, truly dislike, and I think he thinks he's a catch, but he's not. We're talking about Ori. Ori, who is brunching with all of his buds, spilling, spilling the Manischewitz about yeah. his date with Adi. And he said, "Well, I wasn't attracted to her. She wasn't for me." And the way he talks about women and what he's looking for, it's like. You don't want to be married. You want to have a, someone you can show off around. He wants a trophy wife. Yeah, but trophy wife for what? Dude, you are 100% dependent on your parents. At 31, you live with them, you work for them. If yes. they cut you off, you're living on the street because you have nothing else going on for you. Yeah, no, I think he's very shallow. He's very superficial. But... I- He's not good looking. Oh he's not my god. Bad. He's not bad looking. He's Come on. too skinny. Okay, that's his that's... teeth are not good. All right, I'll we'll take it teeth. easy. I like, think he's average to above average. Oh no, he's he's below average. Okay, that's your opinion and well, I'm entitled I, to mine. And, and for me it's even worse because of his personality. I always look at personalities. I cannot just look at your looks. Okay. And he's just he's just not good and he expects a supermodel who is going to be there for him to sh- so he can show her off around to all his friends. And that's all he needs. That's literally all he wants. I agree. I agree. I think he's, yeah, he's looking for a trophy wife right now. He's not really looking for a wife. It's more of the trophy at, in the equation. Yeah, someone who can live with the, his parents because that's what he does. Yeah. I think maybe in a way he he wants to check off all the boxes and his friends go, yeah, you're an amazing guy, but you can't expect the girl to check off every single box. But he wants this unattainable because maybe he does feel a little down on himself. Maybe he maybe it's false confidence. He lives with his parents. His parents give him 
his job. So what self-worth does he have? Everything he's got has been given to him by his parents. So maybe he's like, well, at least if I find this amazing woman, that's something I can be proud of. If anything, he can move out of his parents' house and you work for them. You must be making some money. That's the funny thing is, and I'm sure he is, but if he wasn't making enough to live on his own, then that's some weird control that his parents have. Like, we're not going to pay you enough to be to be able to move mm. out. But I'm sure he does. Oh, yeah. I'm sure he does, too. And his friends are telling him, you know, maybe you sh- sh- it's okay if she's not exactly your type as long as what's on the inside yeah. checks. He goes like, oh, no, 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 no. She must be beautiful. I'm not going to compromise on that. Yeah. And that's such an asshole thing to say. I'm sorry, guys. Okay. All right. Well, well he's going to meet with Elisa. And I think Elisa feels the way I feel. But he's her client. And she just needs to try her best. Yeah. So that's all we had for them for this episode. Yeah. I mean, he's going to meet with Aliza. And Aliza said she has someone for him. Right. And But first, she, she showed him a few very good-looking females. Oh, yeah. And he's like, no, uh, no, 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 not attractive. It's like, are you kidding me? That's would- so bad. Well, stop, because you're allowed to have an opinion on appearance. Yes, but you... That's all you need. He literally said, he goes like, all I need is for her to be attractive. Like she can be. No, I know that's ridiculous, but he's allowed to look at photos and say, I'm not attracted to this person. Yes, but I think he was wrong. I would have gone with B. He went with C. I thought B was more attractive, but he's allowed to not be attracted to people. Just like you're not attracted to him. He's allowed to not be attracted to people. 100%. But if you... If your dating is so bad that you have to go to a matchmaker because you couldn't meet anyone naturally, including all the apps out there, right? Because you're so picky, then maybe don't be that picky. Let the matchmaker help you. Maybe she was showing you these women because they have a big potential. No, I think you're right. But when someone's showing you a picture, you're allowed to have a gut reaction. True, but his reaction is just not bueno. Anyways, we'll see. We'll see what's gonna happen next time. All right, next up is one of my favorites, Harmony. All right, Harmony's with her mom Sharon in Delray Beach and Aliza. Shout out to Delray Beach. Been there recently. Yeah, they're meeting to go over the date with Aaron, and Sharon, mother Sharon, says, "Well." If Harmony wasn't feeling Aaron, then I have to support that. As a mom, I'm going to support what she wants. And we learn, and it's no surprise, she was attracted to his intellect. Yeah. His conversation, Mm -hmm. but not physically. Aaron is not Harmony's guy physically. She's not feeling that burn. Yeah. And for her, she goes like, I just need Elisa to find me someone I want to bang. Which I know she's kind of joking, but at the same time, I get it. You need to be attracted, but... As we saw on maps many times, attraction can grow. Yeah, but this is basically the same thing that Ori is saying. Yes, but she at least gives people a shot. She goes out on these dates. She Ori went out on two dates. Yeah, and with how Adi. rude was he? Yeah, but he's just. I think he's just awkward, uncomfortable. He lives with his parents. He doesn't know how to to socially interact with people. What without- are you talking about? He said he meets his friends at least once a week. Super important. He loves going out. He yeah, loves but that's the an social echo- life. That's an echo chamber. They sit around. They drink their mimosas, and they all have probably the same personality. And they just reconfirm that this is the personality that is going to get me by in life. I think he's a little socially awkward. 
I don't I don't think he's fully polished. Because on... he has nothing to offer. Okay. That's unless unless you are into oh, I wanna marry a mama. Look, boy. I don't think I think you're being unfairly hard on him. Am I, I? Yes. For one, I don't think he's a bad looking guy. So I think he's offering some looks to certain people. Two you can't shit on someone for working for their parents. Oh, no, I'm not shitting on the so work. So he has a job and he makes a salary. The one thing I will get on his case about is living with his family. That's, that's, that's uh, my point. But you're sitting there going, he has nothing to offer. Yeah, because I think he's a decent looking guy who no, has a job. I look at it as a package. As a, If you put a separate all these, like I'd say, if he has a great job or he lives on his own or even a, have, a, have a roommate or two, I don't care. Okay. But you work hard and then the looks will be like, eh, but the personality is great. I'll be like, what a catch. Okay. But if you put all these together, like he's not that good looking, his personality sucks, he lives with his parents that he also works for. What's there? What does he have going on for himself? I'm serious. I'm not going to defend him till I'm out of breath, but I'm telling you, he's got just as many pros as he does cons. Ooh, You're no. talking like he's got zero pros. He um, has a job. He has a decent head on his shoulders. He's not, he's not a troll. He's not the- He's an asshole. I don't even think he's an asshole. Oh, he's I think he's asshole. awkward and makes bad jokes, but I don't think he's like rude to your face. Oh, he was rude to Addy's face. When well, he said you're simple. simple. Yeah, when he said you're simple, that's not great. I don't know. I don't think again, I don't think he's the number one catch. But no, I No, he's not, but it's like all I'm saying is that if you put all this together, then when I'm that's why I'm saying he has nothing going on for himself. Okay, I disagree with you, but well, you're entitled, that's perfectly you're entitled fine. to your opinion. Everyone on this show. So you show, think there are people who couldn't get worse than him? What do you mean? You're saying he's got nothing going on for himself. No. So so you're saying he's bottom of the barrel. You're saying there so you're saying there there could be no one below. Oh, on or, this show right now, he's the bottom of the barrel. Okay, I'll give you that. I think yeah, he's he's one of the if not the worst single on this show. Yes, but I'm saying in the grand scheme of things in the world He's not the worst. No, but I'm not talking about the world. I'm talking about his show. All right. If that's if that's your context, then yes. Compared it is to my context. I'm comparing him to everyone else on this show. And every single single on this show we've met so far, they have something going on for themselves. Okay. And they're open-minded. If anything, they're open-minded. Okay. I don't know why I'm defending Ori so much. I don't know why you're defending Ori so much. Because I have to to defend my brother because you're being unjustly hard. Take the Jewish out of this. We said this is a... I am taking the Jewish out of it. I'm just saying he he is a man in the world who is, yes, maybe he's being a little babied by his parents. Maybe he's made a couple bad jokes as we all have in our life. And he's holding a job. He's making some money, he's not harming anyone, and there's a lot worse people in the world than this guy, and you're giving him a lot of shit. Oh, my gosh, of course there are worse people in the world, people who murder people. Okay. I'm not comparing him to the world, but let me put it in a a perspective for you, right? Yeah. I met you. Mm -hmm. You look the way you look. You're very handsome, so it's a little different. But let's say I met you, and I, when I met you, I was working my ass off. I worked, like, three or four jobs trying to finish school, and you told me, like, yeah, like I, I live with my parents and I work for my parents and uh, I'm very picky and I love that you're so simple. 
there would not be a second date. <laughs> I, I there would do. not be a second date. Okay. And you and and you're very good looking. Okay. But it still would not make me go out with you again. All right. Does okay. it make sense what I just said? Um, I want to, and I can't speak from experience here, but I, I want to take out the fact that he lives with his parents. I want to remove that from the argument because no. look at so many of these singles. They live with their parents, or at least I'm thinking Faye lives with her But that's a little parents. Di- Well, at least she, she is orthodox. I think that is a little different. There is a little different dynamic there. I think okay. she lives with her parents until she meets her husband. Yes. But she has her own business. She's, there is something okay. she's doing for herself. She's okay. a passion. All right. We got to get back to Harmony, who, yes. is, who is looking for love and, and brings something to the table, I think. She, Aliza, they're all at a restaurant and Aliza enlists the help of the restaurant manager. Lisa says, you know, it's not, she's not claiming uh, exclusivity when it comes to finding love for these people. She, she's open to finding love wherever she can find it. And so she asked the restaurant manager, hey, any potentials for Harmony? As, as Aliza says, you open your mouth and the world gets smaller. Yeah. And so, yes, um, I think there is going to be a potential. We'll, we'll see. From that. And, and then let's meet Noah. We mentioned Noah earlier. Noah is a new single on the show. He lives in one of our favorite cities, Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Yes. He's very into the outdoors. Yes. Even though I'm in the indoors right now. That's <laughs> what he says. Um, he has a serial killer living room, which is, which is, I'm just going to put it out there. Why? He's got a nice living room with two leather chairs in it and nothing else. No sofa. No well, coffee table. He's a single dude who loves the outdoors. Mm-hmm. I don't. I think. I think he is home when he needs to sleep and do work. As most serial killers do. That's very true. He's an investment advisor. I don't see him as a serial killer. He has a swell dog, Max. Swell it's dog. Husky. Yes, he loves to hike and bike and ski. It's and you know, It's and easy to to hide the bodies out there when you're hiking and biking. All right, you. All right. No, I don't think he, he's, he seems nice. Uh, maybe a little, little socially awkward himself, yeah. but it was, it was just the, the living room decor that I was like, this is questionable. <laughs> That's a levels of living room decor of a single guy with no taste. Yeah. So we learn about his religiousness, his religious, religiosity. His level of religious. Yeah. He says it's been a pendulum. He grew up very religious. Then he rebelled in high school. Then he got super religious again. And then ended up now somewhere in between. Yeah. So we have Aliza, who she came over. She's very excited about dog sledding, which I would love to do too. Mm-hmm. But then they start talking about his upbringing. And so he tells her that he grew up very traditional, orthodox, and he went through yeshiva army in Israel. So he went to yeshiva first. Yeah. Which is a rabbinical school. Like, okay. I don't know if he thought he was going to be a rabbi. But he went to Ooh, okay. he went to yeshiva, and then yes, he spent time in the army yes. in Israel. Um, ended six up six years. Ended up staying, yeah, for six years. He got married in Israel at twenty one. But then ultimately got divorced. Yes, because they only dated for three months. Super quick. And she got pregnant immediately, so she, he also have a son. Yes. So then we learn a little bit more. We get the rundown about Noah's lifestyle. He keeps a kosher home 
which means he has to truck in all of his meat from Colorado because there's not a there's not a kosher supermarket in Jackson Hole. There's not even a synagogue in Jackson Hole. Yes. So he's got to truck in the meat. We learn he observes Shabbat, and he considers himself more flexodox. So not Obs- orthodox, not reformed. Observes mean he doesn't keep it every week, right? No, that means he does. When you observe something, it means you do. I felt I felt like he said he doesn't. He does, but doesn't. Like I think he okay. That may be the flexodox thing where yeah. he's he's somewhere in between the orthodox and the reformed. So maybe you can count on him every week for for Shabbat dinner, but more than not, he'll be there. That was my question. When you do. When you are strictly kosher, when you are an orthodox and you you live that lifestyle, if you go out, where do you eat? Well, so a lot of these people, and I think Noah is this way, they say they keep a kosher home. Yeah. Which means in their home, they're kosher. But when they go out to a restaurant or where else, yeah. a friend's house, they don't have to be kosher. So for me, that's almost like, it's, it's, it's like cheating. I feel like you need to either be it or don't, right? Um... Maybe, maybe not. I think there's, it's all right. There's, what was it, 15 million ways to be a Jewish? Yeah. And I think this is one of them and you do what you can. Oh, 100%. But isn't it like, so he goes out of his way. He drives to Denver or or Salt Lake City every three months to get meat. But he goes out down the street and he has a steak and cheese. Yeah, but maybe he's only, I don't think he's having steak and cheese, but maybe... He's only going out once a month, right? He's okay. doing what he can. Got it. I, th- I think you can't fault someone. He's doing what he can. Otherwise, he's I'm not good- faulting him. I'm just trying to understand. Yeah, yeah. No, I get that. And then the other thing we learn, uh, Teresa gave so much shit to Ori. I thought Noah would be on our shit list after what we find out about him. He's seen fish 58 times. <laughs> and Teresa still thinks Ori is the worst on this show. Listen, I've been to a fish show with you. <laughs> Were you really there, though? Let's not get into the deeds. Uh-huh. But John got these tickets and we were sitting behind them. And I just, it was a wild show. My favorite song they were playing was the Canadian National Anthem. I think they opened with yeah. that. Yeah. Great song. Yeah. No, it was definitely, it was it was a vibe. We could barely see them from the cloud of uh, smoke from um, marijuana that everyone else was smoking around us. Yes. We actually, we actually did not smoke marijuana. No, we did not. Uh, but we definitely got secondhand, secondhand <laughs> smoke in our lungs. Yeah. That was, oh man, not to drag this episode on, but one of my favorite Garrison stories came out of that. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that story? Yeah. We went and we go to the fish concert. It was actually Garrison's idea. We're living in New York. Garrison's living in Connecticut. And he just messages me, I think the day before, and said, like, fish is at MSG. There's tickets available. You want to go. And me being down for almost any concert, I'm like, sure, let's go. Is it cool if I asked Teresa? He invited me, yeah. He said, yeah, because we were only dating at the time. And he goes, cool. So he came by himself. He's a married man, but he came by himself. What do you mean we were all only dating at a time? You go out with your dates? Uh, you do and you don't. It's not, it's not mandated. Okay. If you're just dating someone, they don't, my friends don't know. Is it serious? Is it casual? So... I yeah, asked, they don't because they didn't invite me to some That's weddings. not the point of the story. The point okay. of the story is we go, <laughs> I, when you get beers at this fish concert, they gave you these cool like souvenir mugs. Yeah, I think you have to pay a couple of dollars extra, but we got it. We you got, got them. Garrison got it. He loved it. We finished the show. He took the train home 
And when he got to the train station, he called his wife, texted his wife to pick him up, but she didn't answer. I guess she had passed out. And so he's like, well, I'll try to get a cab. So then he calls the cab service and the cab's like, yeah, I can be there in an hour. Gershon's like, I'm not going to, two in the morning, I'm not going to sit at this train station for an hour. He's like, I'm just going to run. He's a pretty athletic guy. His house is like a few miles from the train station. He's like, I'm just going to run. So he started running and about halfway into his run, he gets lit up by the cops. The the <laughs> siren starts going and there's poor Garrison sprinting through his town holding a fish cup <laughs> from a concert with the cops pulling him over. And somehow he was able to explain. I, I don't think they tested him or anything, but he was able to explain what happened. And he got a ride home from the cops. Yeah, I mean, you are allowed to run around drunk. That's not a that's not a crime sure. unless you do something. But just holding a, a, a fish <laughs> yeah. souvenir cup at two in the morning running through this town in Connecticut. That's... It's kind of funny. That was a good story. Anyways, that has nothing to do with this. This is Jewish Matchmaking. That's the end of episode three. Yes. Thank you guys for listening. We hope you guys are enjoying this little bonus. This little bonus... Uh, what do you call it when you... Marathon. It's almost yeah. a marathon, right? Follow us on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. Join us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Married to Reality. We're doing Love and Paradise over there. Mm-hmm. Make sure you're following, following the podcast. No matter what we drop, when we drop it, you get it. It's so easy to do. You look down, you smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's, it's hurt. It's the next episode because we watched already and we're going to record next. All right. Tune in, guys. Tune in. Yeah, you guys have to wait till tomorrow. Yeah, but, but still, <laughs> tune in. Tune in. <laughs> All right. Um, and if you if you like what you're hearing, leave a review, please. All right? We love the love. With that, I've said it all. You've said it all. I've said it all. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye, Sean. Bye.